0: You're listening to Agents of Man,
1: Presented by the Nicholas Center.
2: The podcast that features conversations about being human. Hosted by individuals who just happen to be on the autism spectrum.
1: Produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Welcome to Aids of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Launchpad 516
3: Studios.
2: New episodes will be available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms.
3: Join us for each episode as our hosts, who just happen to be on the autism spectrum, talk about everyday life as a human.
0: Sometimes we'll interview very special people, and sometimes we will have conversations between us.
1: In the end, we'll always ask the question, how do you make the world a better place?
0: And become your own Agent of Humanity!
4: Welcome
1: to to Agents of Humanity! I'm Robert.
4: I'm Jason.
1: I'm Tomas.
4: And I'm Tara. And I'm Amanda.
1: And today's guest is David Goldberg. Hello, everybody. Uh, owner of Bidj- he, is the on- he is the owner of Bidj- The Waterworks, a company that produces radio and television commercials, corporate videos, live events, and a host of other creative media services. They have worked with over 4,000 clients across the country and internationally. David Avid can also be heard as the voice of hundreds of radio and TV commercials, including the U.S. Army, Coors, General Motors, Kraft Foods, and Eli Lilly. He, he has even appeared on screen in several tv commercials david also does extensive work for many nonprofits, including the tender loving care foundation which he founded with his wife in 2001. thank you for being here mr goldberg and welcome to agents of humanity
3: thank you for having me everybody it's great to be here
1: uh, thank y- you yes great that. to have you great to have you so uh let's I'd, I'd like to start by asking uh were you always interested in 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 the entertainment and production industries and um how did you get started hard, hard, hard in the production in, in, industries?
3: That is a really interesting question, and I don't get asked that too often. Um, how did I get into it? Well, I started playing piano at a very mm-hmm. young age, so that's kind of where the, that creative stuff started. I, um, at the age of five, I started taking piano lessons, and I actually began writing music, and singing, and performing. Um, and I grew up on Long Island and was a big fan of Billy Joel's. So Mm. I figured if Billy Joel played piano and grew up on Long Island, and I'm growing up on Long Island and I play piano, I probably have a good shot.
5: Mm -hmm. Cool. And as I got older, I realized,
3: Mm. no, that's not exactly how it works. (laughs) So um, I would say that was sort of how I got my creative start. Um, I then got interested in communications uh i was a dj in high school i did parties for people mm-hmm. as a dj and when i went to college that's where things really started to open up for me and i got interested in radio and television production and film mm-hmm. production as well so that was all before my professional career but that's how i that's how i started out and and, and got interested in it all
1: Amazing. Oh, nice. nice. um I'll i uh, love it um uh, that's a very very cool answer uh we only started this podcast a couple months ago, actually, but uh, it's very fun. Learn it's it's been very fun getting getting to learn about the production aspect, especially the audio engineering. Like what 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 you uh, can't see see him obviously because we're we're uh, audio based, but TJ's ride right, ride right, ride right alongside us on monitoring the audio levels right now. So uh, so that's very interesting what he does.
3: Every, every every podcast we have it's good to have an engineer yeah. to keep everybody in line go <laughs> yeah.
2: tj Aww. so yeah. so uh
1: so we can uh all learn something for that. so uh tara tara i believe you're have the next question
2: you attended hostler university while running your own business satellite entertainment that must have been a very busy time in your life yeah can you tell us about those experience and how you balance both at once?
3: Another, another great question. So, um, so satellite entertainment was the name of my, my DJ business back in the day, mm. and uh, I continued doing that when I was at, at Hofstra in college. And that was really tough because I was not a great academic student. Uh, I should say I wasn't a great student in terms of academics. I was a good student, <laughs> just not academically. Mm-hmm. So to balance uh, having a business and working and going to school at the same time was, uh, was pretty, pretty difficult. I kind of, uh, I, I, I didn't do myself any favors by trying to work and go to school at the same time, <laughs> but, but I don't regret <laughs> it, it was great. I love, I love working, I have, a, I have a very strong work ethic and uh, I take pride in what I do. And um, that made it easier. You know, when you, you guys all know when you do something you like, you know, it's, it's not really work. You know, when you do something you don't like, then it's horrible. Um, mm-hmm. I always feel bad for people who are in jobs mm-hmm. who don't like what they do. Right. They might be good at it, but they don't like what they do. So it's fortunate when you have that, uh, when you have that ability to, to find something you really like and be passionate about.
0: Wow.
2: Cool. Yes.
0: That is so awesome.
2: <laughs> uh nice. Sometimes I have a lot of things to do at Spectrum Designs and here at the Nicholas Center. When it feels like too much, I try to take breaks to relax. It helps me stay calm while I balance everything.
3: What do you do? What do you do when you take breaks? What do you what do you like to do?
2: Go on my phone. Look outside.
3: Well, you guys have a nice view here. That's nice. To look outside, right? You got the water here. You got the bay. Definitely. That's, yeah. You know what I look at in my studios? Nothing. What? Because we don't have... Well, it's kind of like your studio here. We don't have windows. You know, Because stu- windows in a studio are bad <laughs> because of all
4: the sound like traveling yeah
3: and- sound and and uh, that that's mainly it yes yeah, so our mm-hmm. studios are are in a lower level in an office building we're underground like in a bunker
0: <laughs> oh, <okay>. um <laughs> that's okay. cozy though jason satellite entertainment was your first business but now you run digital waterworks can you tell us where that name came from, and what inspired you to start and run this business?
3: These are all really good questions. I'm, I applaud you. Okay. So these are questions I don't get, don't get asked that often. Digital waterworks. well what does that mean? Right? It has nothing to do with audio or video production. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, so here's the story. Um, I started the business, uh, in my, when I lived at home in my parents' house, and i was fortunate enough to grow up uh in Belmore on long island uh and our house was on a canal on on the water Mm -hmm. and i needed a name for it it was 1993 and in 1993 none of you were born but every digital was like a really big thing everything was becoming digital it was digital this it was digital that so this my my studio in the basement of my parents' house was on the water and I grew up on the water and I loved the water. <laughs> and it was 1993 and everything was digital. So I was like, mm. digital, water, and, and even that, it's like water can't be digital because it's water. Mm. So it's like that whole you know, dichotomy of water and digital, I put it together and I made it digital waterworks. That was the coolest thing then, because all my friends were like, "That's a great name. That's really cool, Digital Waterworks." And then I would meet people in business, and they would be like, "What does that mean? <gasps> what is, I don't get it. I don't get it." What? Wow. Or when I would call people, and I would say, "Hi, wow. this is Dave from Digital Waterworks," they'd be like, wow. "They'd be, we already have bottled water service. We don't need," and they would hang up the phone wow. on me. So that's the long answer to your short question of where Digital Waterworks, where the name came from. I think Uh. it
4: is a fun name, though. Like, it it gets people's attention, you know?
3: Well, you know, now, because we've been in business, we're in our 31st year. um, Now it's better because we have you know our clients know us it's mm. a it's a brand recognition kind of thing but in right. the beginning it was very difficult you know, like w- w- you know, how do you express that to somebody what yeah. it is um, but i used to tell people like what is apple have to do with a computer mm-hmm. you know it's but but everybody knows what what does Nike have to do with a sneaker yeah. right but once that brand connects you know when it, when I say Nike you immediately think of the the logo probably the swoosh and you think of uh, sneakers right yeah. so hopefully we're not really there yet but hopefully when somebody thinks of digital waterworks they think of amazing video production yeah. or audio yeah. production.
0: Running a business sounds awesome. One day, I'd like to start my own business that makes music. I will call it Jason's singing
5: surface. <laughs> Over you, Tomas. You have an extensive list of clients, including the Imagine Awards, Page Federal Credit Union, and We Design New York. Can you tell us a bit about what your company does for each of them?
3: Sure. Um, well, the Imagine Awards uh, is an amazing. Um, it's not an organization. It's mm-hmm. it's an award show that uh, recognizes the amazing work of the not for profit world. We've been working with them now for twelve years, mm-hmm. and uh, you mentioned what was the other company that you mentioned? Oh, We Design New York. Mm-hmm. We Design New York's a cool company. They are commercial uh they build buildings Mm -hmm. and offices and we set up time-lapse cameras uh, cool right so when their projects are taking place we video those projects from start to finish and and then we create a video when it's all finished showing beginning to end of the project so that's mm-hmm. that's cool F Page Federal Credit Union so they're they're a uh, credit union on Long Island they're the biggest on Long Island and for them, we cover all of their, uh, we provide video coverage for all of their fun events that take p- place throughout wow. the, uh, including the air show. Have you guys ever been to the the Bethpage uh, Jones Beach I've Air Show? Of, I've uh-huh. heard of something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have the, the, oh. the Navy Blue Angels come and, and the uh, cool. Air Force, the Thunderbirds. It's a great, uh, a great event.
2: Didn't um, one year, did they cancel it because of the rain?
3: They, they have been canceled because of the rain. And even during COVID, they couldn't, uh, mm-hmm. they shut down that yeah, year. They couldn't fly. That year, that was cool. The year of co- the COVID, the COVID year, yeah. we produced the air show for them virtually. Mm-hmm. So nice. we, pr- yeah. we produced a 45 minute wow. show and we got all of the performers, the aerial performers to appear on video. So we didn't like film them flying, mm-hmm. but we interviewed them and we got footage from the army, from mm-hmm. the Golden nice. Knights who would parachute in and, mm. and all that. That was a lot of fun and uh, very interesting project.
4: Yeah, that's really cool. That's
3: nice.
5: Cool. Have you yeah. ever directed any Super Bowl commercials? No,
3: not yet. Not yet. I'm waiting for That'd that. That would be so cool yeah. if you did. All right. Well, yeah. when, I, when that happens, I'll take all you guys with me, okay?
1: So, uh, yeah, um, I really do appreciate your work for the, uh, for, for the uh, Imagine Awards. Uh, I think that nonprofit work is... Very, very good, 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 and helpful, especially uh mm-hmm. I mean right now now they need every every cent they can possibly get, I would say
3: well, you know it's it, the money's important, but I think the recognition is even more yeah important yeah yeah, yeah so, for what they do for what yeah, they do. yeah because so many not for profits do amazing things right but but they don't get um they don't get the recognition or the accolades that they should and that that that, and that they deserve because they work so hard the not-for-profit community is such a hard-working part of of you know the fabric of all communities right they do so many good things Mm -hmm. but there's so if you think about it there are so many people out there who have no idea what these different not-for-profits do Mm -hmm. and most of them if not all of them are really good and uh and beneficial so i think yes, you I know mean, something like yeah, the imagine I mean, awards is is important
1: i mean them. yeah um yeah. like one of like i've i've a lot of metal bands and one member of a metal band i've all got um um i'm 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 very 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 unfortunately passed due to an, an immune deficiency thing and one one of the charities they highlighted was the immune deficiency foundation mm-hmm um um it's not it's not very it's not a it's not a very known charity but but but, but it does uh um amazing work so i'd I recommend checking them out all right guys. I definitely will. yeah the immune Deficiency foundation
5: i heard your company has also done work for some music parts. can you tell us about that well yeah that's that's fun those jobs are fun i wish we do more of
3: them but have have you ever been to splish splash or Adventureland. My, I've been oh, to yeah, Adventureland.
0: Yeah, so... I've been there to Adventureland.
3: Okay. It's well, a it's an awesome theme park. Yeah.
4: You guys well, go with the Nicholas Center. Yes, we do. That's right.
3: I've
5: been there many times. Yeah,
3: so if you've been there, you've actually heard my voice, because I'm mm-hmm. the voice that welcomes you to Adventureland. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm also the voice that tells you to fasten your seatbelt mm-hmm. and, and, and keep your hands, you know, inside and, and don't... So oh, that was
2: you? Yeah,
3: so we do a lot of wow. the, the safety messages and the warnings. So I have on my laptop, I could play for you a, a little bit of something we did for Splish Splash. One of the rides was called the Abyss. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Uh, that's nice. I'll, that's play, cool. I'll play a few seconds of that for you. And this is...
2: That one? Yeah. Attention first mate and all hands on deck. We just got warning cool. of some turbulent water ahead. It looks like it's gonna be some rough goings,
3: Captain. Captain, where are we? Isn't this the Deep Water Alley where Sid went missing? That's last cool. So those are the down. so that kind of stuff you, you you'd uh, you'd hear that when you're mm. online waiting for the ride, waiting for the water slide, that plays in the background. So we create nice. for all of the different rides, we create these different scenes. Um, So that's a lot of fun, too.
4: Uh, That's
0: amazing. What nice voiceover you got. (laughs)
3: Thank (laughs) you. Thanks.
4: I'm sure it's fun to get into the character of that aspect as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, those kinds of jobs are so much fun because there are no boundaries. You know, the people who hire us, in this case, it'd be uh, the, the water parks. They basically tell us the name of the ride. It's Abyss. And they give us a little bit of, you know, like their idea of what the ride is about. And then they say, create a 10-minute, you know, sound tapestry for it. So we put sound effects in. And one of them was a pirate ride. And we all, Mm. you know, the voice actors that we worked with all sounded like pirates. You know. (laughs) 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 Hi, matey. Get you ready for this ride. You're going to get wet. (laughs) You know? <laughs> oh, that is so, nice, so nice. fantastic.
5: Amusement parks are fun. My favorite is Adventureland. I like the swinging set ride right there because I like to put my hands up. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. You
2: mean the swings?
5: Yeah, The ones that go
3: round and round. And yeah, You, that's you the feel one, like that's you're flying one. like you're in an airplane, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mostly that nice. I like that one. Or not in an airplane.
1: Rob? Yeah. You, you look like, like Buzz Lightyear. Like so uh running running a company like digital waterworks is a much more behind the scenes job in the digital and entertainment world uh but you and your voice have also have an 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 extensive list of credits on screen um how did you get into doing voiceover work for commercials
3: it was sort of like an a natural uh transition um you know i was doing voice work for a lot of different things and then you know along the line somebody comes to you with a job and they say we need the uh, uh, this commercial done or, or a radio spot done and then uh, so we not only do i voice them but i'm writing them you know we work we work alongside with the client to come up with the ideas and the concepts one one really funny story was we so we produce a lot of tv commercials as well mm-hmm. and one day I was producing a TV commercial for a pharmaceutical company and we hired an actor to be in the uh, commercial and the actor was supposed to look like a doctor. So uh, he was going to wear a white lab coat that we bought and a stethoscope and the, the session was booked for nine o'clock in the morning. And nine o'clock comes around and there's no actor and 930 and there's no actor so I try to reach the actor, and I can't reach the actor. I had never worked with the actor before, so I didn't have a relationship with with him, and now it's 10 o'clock, and he's still not there, and we were on a really tight time schedule. So there were only a few of us in the studio at that time, and my client, the person who hired me, said, you need to be the doctor. And I said, I'm directing the a commercial i can't be the doctor and nobody else in the room would the the lab coat the white coat wouldn't fit anybody else in the room so he says you have to do it because we have Mm -hmm. to get this done today and i don't you know if the actor comes then fine then we'll you know if he walks through the door now we'll, we'll but you need to do it now so i became the actor and the actor never showed up i became the doctor rather and then the actor never showed up and that commercial actually aired nationally, and the pharmaceutical company liked the doctor so much that I've now been <clears throat> in close to 50 different commercials. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm having a hard time today. Hmm. So yeah, I've been a doctor, I played a doctor in 50 different commercials, but a doctor of all different things. I've been a dermatologist, I've been a rheumatologist, I've been, <laughs> I've been uh, oh, things you don't even wanna know about. <laughs> so uh, yeah that's
1: very very cool actually that 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 you've been you've been the doctor for so long actually as a follow-up question um have um what other uh role um, um roles have, have, have you played in commercial besides that one what other major roles have you had in commercials
3: i don't think i've been you know usually i'm behind the camera directing yeah so i'm usually not in front of the camera um i don't I don't think I have. I can't. I can't remember any other times that I've been um, in on camera, other than Doctor Dave. <laughs> yes. Well, do do you have any
1: any any other fun fun funny like stuff 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 uh, about writing stuff you can share?
3: Uh, or, uh, not really fun. I mean, we've worked with some really cool people in the past. We've had uh, the actor Ralph Macchio. Do you know who he is? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, karate Kid, a, kid I know and, and, right now, and yeah, yeah. Rings a bell. and. Um, Cobra Kai. anybody into Cobra Kai? I don't watch it. No, but you know it, right? I don't watch it, but I've heard of it. So he he's come in because there's also a video game for Cobra Kai. So he's come in and uh, done sound effects. You know, voice sound effects. ah, You know, all the fighting stuff. (laughs) and the different, uh, the different parts of the video game. And then he also um, comes in and does commercials. He lives on Long Island and he likes our studio. So when he has to do a project, mm-hmm. it's much easier for him to come to our studio than to drive into Manhattan um, mm-hmm. and, and do stuff there. And then it's kind of cool in the summertime, a lot of actors uh, have summer houses out in the Hamptons. And if they get voiceover parts for something or if they have to voice a commercial, Um, they don't also they don't want to they're not going to drive three hours back to Manhattan you know from being on vacation in the Hamptons so a lot of them know and or their agents know that we exist so they'll come out to us because we're only about an hour or an hour and a half from uh, from where they are at east so we're half the distance Um, you know they can come to us in the morning and be back back out in their
2: house by lunchtime I wanted to ask what what Has it been like doing commercials for so many years? And is it fun to hear yourself on TV?
3: Um, You know, in the beginning, in the beginning, it's kind of fun to hear yourself, let's say, on the radio or to see yourself on TV. It's actually fun to see myself on TV because that doesn't happen a lot. Because I'm not in a lot of commercials. So every once in a while, we'll be home watching TV and, and boom, the TV commercial comes on. Or You know what usually happens is, because these commercials run all over the country, I have friends or family in other states, so we have a lot of family in California, so we'll just be sitting eating dinner, and all of a sudden, uh, my phone uh, will be a text from a cut co- with, and they did a screenshot from the TV, and they said, "Look at this," you know. Or I had a friend in Chicago who was at the gym riding a, a, a exercise bicycle, and there was a TV built into the bicycle, and all of a sudden, I came on, and he says, "Look at this, I'm working." All of a sudden, there I was. So, but you know, radio commercials are kind of fun too, because you're driving along in the car, and all of a sudden, a commercial comes on, and sometimes you, I don't even realize it's me until it's like halfway over and because it's just you know i i guess i hear myself so much i'm just so used to hearing myself so it's not a special thing if somebody's in the car with me they might say hey is that you and I, and, and then i would be like oh yeah, yeah it is <laughs> mm. you know so sometimes you don't real you don't actually realize it until it's far in good question though nice cool that
0: is stupendous
2: being on TV would be really cool if I was on TV. I would want to make make music because I love the beats.
3: Mm. Well, you know, like as I said in the beginning, I started out with music and that's really what I wanted to do. I I wanted to produce music. That was my dream. And uh you know, I still play music and I have two sons who play who play music as well. So we kind of jam at home. But um Music is something that's great if you can make money at. It. It's really hard to make money and and have a living doing music, but it's also an amazing thing to have as a hobby, you know, and a passion. and it, And you can make music your entire life. You know, that's the cool thing about music. You don't it doesn't really take much to uh, to enjoy. Cool. do you
4: ever record any musicians in your studio or it's more so for voiceover amazing
3: question amazing question 99 percent of what we do is is commercial not music right so it's voiceovers and tv commercials and uh things like that oh i will tell you one cool story this is this is interesting about a year ago maybe a little over a year ago i got a phone call i was getting ready to leave for the day and i get a phone call i answer it And the guy says, the guy at the other end, he says, do you record, uh, do you do music recording? And I said, not really, but it depends upon the project. He says, I'm staying at a hotel a minute away, and I play saxophone, and I need to lay down a sax track for something, and it will take me 20 minutes. And if, if I could come in right now, and I thought this was, I thought it was like, somebody playing a joke on me right because we a we don't do this kind of work and what who would call like this say i need to come in for 15 minutes to record a saxophone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i said what uh, you need to tell me a little more so he tells me a little more information i went with it i don't even know i probably should have just said i have to go home and 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 no but i just because i don't do a lot of music i figured all right let's just see what this is so the guy comes over. it's like five minutes later. Comes over. He's got two saxophone cases strapped on his back. He's got a leather jacket. Looks like a real rock and roll guy. And um, he walks in. He introduces himself. I set him up, microphone, the whole thing. He gives me a USB stick with uh, a thumb drive. You know, with with a. He says, "Here's the song that I need you to play, and I'm gonna I'll record on top of that." So he plays the song. It's kind of a cool song. And then he does his sax solo, and he says, all right, let me come in the studio. I want to play it back. We play it back. He says, all right, let me, I'm going to do another take. He does a couple of takes like that. We get all done. He pays me. And uh, I said, what, um, what is this for? Do you mind if I a- ask what it's for? So he plays with the psychedelic furs. He's the sax player. Nice. I like to do voices from TV shows. I
0: watch, like, SpongeBob from Nickelodeon.
3: do you know who's the voice of spongebob i don't i don't but i love
0: the voices on that show yeah uh spongebob was the voice of
3: tom kenny i like the simpsons too i like the voices on the simpsons
0: oh that's nice back to you tara
2: thank you jason what do you think about our Nicholas on our media lab
3: it's cool. I, I love, I think there's a very interesting setup here. I love that you have all the microphones and, uh, and uh, you get the recorder. And, and yeah, this is, you know, kind of looks like a real podcast studio, which is very cool.
4: Why don't you guys talk about other things you do in the Media Lab? Like, what do you write articles for?
5: I, for me, I write articles on like many different act actors. But
4: what's it for? Where do we put
5: it? On a newspaper. On the newspaper. Oh, okay. Have. So, the, so the so this media
3: lab isn't just for Podcast, podcasts. You're yeah. doing all. Oh, that's really.
5: We, we like write articles on our on the computer, and they sometimes go into the into the newspaper here. And what?
3: And are the articles just about the Nicholas Center, or are you covering other events?
5: Other events too. We have a news program as well. Oh, what? What's that called? Nicholas Center News. Nicholas Center News. Nicholas Center News. I'll have to check that out. That's yeah, great. You should.
2: It's been fun learning how to use all the equipment in in our media lab. I think I've gotten really good at speaking on the mic during our podcast. It is not always easy, but we have come a long way.
3: I'm really, I'm just, I'm really impressed. I should say, you know, with just how cool this whole podcast is, and and the, the questions that you're all asking are are very good questions and you did your research that's for sure cuz there's you stuff your questions you're asking me that I haven't been asked in a long time. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: we're really grateful you came on to the to, you agree you to do this. Thank you for agreeing to do this. I appreciate you having me. Um uh, um I noticed that your bio said you were instrumental in starting a nonprofit called the Tender Loving Care Foundation. Can you tell us about some more about what that d- organization does and why you started it?
3: Yeah, the, the background to that is um, when uh, my first son was born, he uh, wound up in the neonatal intensive care unit, uh, NICU, at the hospital, and uh, he was there for 30 days. And my wife and I had never, we didn't expect that to be uh, the situation, and we had not even known what a, a NICU was before, and the medical care that he received was really good, but the social and the emotional support for my wife and myself didn't exist at all, there was nothing. And we realized that there were so many families like us who had a newborn baby in the NICU and the parent, who who were getting good medical care, but the parents were, you know, kind of being left aside, you know, being neglected. So we started this foundation to support other parents um, going through that experience and we immediately found a lot of people who f- shared the same feelings that we did that wanted to to help um, be there to to lend advice and to comfort and to connect with other parents like you know one of the interesting things was i wanted to talk to i asked the doctors they said is there another father who has a child or had a child here that i could talk to just to kind of you know, get some not medical information, but just to like you know one father, one new father to another, and they said, well, you know, because of privacy laws and things like that, we can't we can't do that. So that rubbed me the wrong way, and that gave me the the, the desire to. Con, you know, to create an organization to connect other people. So, in the twenty some odd years that the organization's been in existence, we've raised money for different programs. We run dinners uh, at the in the family rooms at the NICUs, like the waiting rooms. We'll go in once a month and we'll bring bagels, and we're just there to just be human beings. You know, just to talk to them and, and give them uh, you know support, make them make them feel like they're not alone. So that's what the Tender Loving Care Foundation does.
5: That's beautiful. That's good. Really beautiful. That's really nice. beautiful.
1: Really
3: beautiful. So beautiful indeed.
1: I really think that organizations or like that help help with the psychology of everything. And because when you're in like a stressful situation, you don't know what to do. And I really feel grateful that you started that. So, uh, yeah, just thank you for oh, 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 helping make people's days a little bit better, I guess.
3: That's what it's all about, right? We have to yeah. we have to so, think uh, about we have to think about the world, not just our own world. So, uh, I think, uh,
1: Tomas, do you want to go next?
5: Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I'm sure you touched many lives. Do you do you do work for a lot of non other pro- profit organization too? Is that by choice?
3: You know, in the beginning, I. Don't think it was in the beginning. It was just like business a not-for-profit came to me They had a need they you know, they needed a video or they needed some service that we provided and I just treated it like any other job Um, But as that part of my business grew and there were more and more not-for-profits it became more Conscious, you know, I became more conscious of it. So I'm proud to say that over a third of our business of our clients is our not-for-profits now um and and that is by choice um you know i don't i don't push them away i it's very rewarding we may not make as much money uh from a not-for-profit as we do from a for-profit business but the the reward the the feel-good reward is so much greater um and that you know, helps me sleep at night knowing that I'm wow. that I'm like part of some bigger solution, right. you know. Yeah. And again, it's like you have to think about the world. I always say this, you know, it's not your own world. We share the world with a lot of people, not just ourselves.
4: Right. I feel like that's why I do the work I do here at the Nicholas Center as well, because it's good to know that you're helping your community, mm-hmm. impacting people's lives in such a positive way.
3: Unless you're a caveman. <laughs> and I don't know if there are too many yeah. cave cave, yeah, cave yeah. people left.
5: I think yeah, nonprofits yeah, are so important like the Nicholas Center it has made a big difference in my life. If I've made friends here and get to do so many cool things like going to Boghar where I do do the drums. And it really helped me bonding with my new friends. So, uh thank you
1: so much Mr. Goldberg for being a guest today on the podcast. Uh, it's amazing how many different and impressive things you do. We call ourselves Agents of Vanity because at the end of the episode, we always ask our guests, how do you feel you make the world a better place?
3: I feel I make the world a better place by sharing my passion for what I do with, uh, nice. you know, with, with the world. And, uh, you know, with with the community and bringing people together. That's how I, that's what I do (laughs) to make the world a better
5: place. Uh, That's That's fantastic. Uh, This week, I make the world a better place by showing kindness and compassion. What about you, Jason? That's great, Tomas. I help my family clean up
0: garbage in the house. What about you, Tara? I
2: try to make the world a better place this week by being myself and help others robert
1: um i helped by assisting my grandma mother with her physical therapy she just recently got discharged from the hospital she needs physical therapy done though so i've been uh, helping her out with that so uh that's all for today um thank you again mr goldberg for coming thank you for having me (laughs) We will be right back.
3: This is George, Fred, and Jason, the co-leaders of Speak, interrupting to say that we hope you're enjoying this episode, but please make sure to check out our new show, The Speak Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios new episodes available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Each speak talk is about six to 10 minutes in length,
1: and the talks are given in storytelling format. There are three key moments in each speak talk, the moment of truth, the moment of transformation, and the moment of
0: impact. We host pop-up events all over the world, and now we're bringing
3: our talks to your device. Join us on the Speak Podcast as our speakers step onto the stage and into the spotlight with impactful ideas and stories. We'll let you get back to the show you were listening to, another great
1: podcast from Launchpad 516 Studios.
0: You're listening to Agents of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Launchpad 516. Six
1: Studio. So, uh, welcome to this Agents of Humanity after show. Um, today we had on um, Dave Goldberg, who is um, a uh, commercial media personnel on the island who who manages water, who who manages his uh, waterworks media. Um, it's a company that does radio. Commercials, uh, corporate videos, live events, and a host of other creative media services. We we learned a lot, a lot, a lot about what it takes to work in the creative media sphere today, and uh, we we learned a lot about the 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 uh, tech, 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 technical side of creating co- um, commercial media.
4: Yeah, and I feel like we can understand where he's coming from a little better right since we do a lot of work here in the media lab so do you guys want to talk about agents of humanity in the podcast
5: sure uh, I've, been ha- I've been having pretty much fun with doing this podcast like having ha- letting my parents hear it like hear this podcast sometimes and I think it's been I think it's been pretty good
4: so behind the scenes, what are mm. some things we do to prepare for an upcoming guest?
2: Uh, take down notes. See if they're approved or not. So we just already write down have notes. a
5: script prepared.
4: Yeah, scripty. Yep. Yeah, and we come up with questions. Maybe we read up on some information about the guest we're gonna have on, right? We mm-hmm. test our mics beforehand. We make mm-hmm. sure the audio mm-hmm. quality is good. Don't we look uh, at information on the screen? Mm-hmm. TV
2: screen, I meant to say.
4: Yeah. So he seemed like a very innovative guy. So I want to hear from you guys. Like, what wh- if you were to start a business? What would it be and why?
5: If I had to start a business, I would probably start like a comic book business because I love comics. Um, um
1: I would start um, I, I, I would start a um, voiceover business or or a musician that markets bands. Um, i'm 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 i feel that band marketing can be really really hard nowadays, so I want to
0: do a business that helps with that. I like to start a sing business because uh. I like to sing so many times. What about you, Tara?
2: Well, if I had my very own business to uh, apply at, I would just make music or make my own beats at my own studio. It's a dream job. That's what
4: awesome. What would those beats be used for?
2: Commercials on just sound effects for a movie or something?
4: Mm hmm. Cool. Seems like you guys got must have been really inspired by what David does, then, right? Mhm. Cool. Um. Just
2: like background music, just background music. Yeah. You know, movie like trailers or something.
4: Yeah, and I believe we can all put our mind to things that we want to do mm. in life, right? And continue yeah. with creative endeavors and working with other community partners as well.
0: Uh, or have, definitely,
4: or, or have my own laugh track
2: or something.
0: That's cool. That'll be nice. Overall, I'm very glad we
1: learned uh, more and more about the media landscape with Dave Goldberg, and he has been very helpful with everything that we've done so far. Learn, 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 learning about technology, learning about uh, the logistics of stuff. I, 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 I feel very proud and very pleased with what was done.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: That's that
2: nice.
0: is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, That's amazing.
2: That's yeah. sweet.
4: So here's,
0: Fantastic.
4: So here's till next time, guys, on Agents of Humanity. See you next time. So long. So long. Bye. Stay tuned. See you next time. See
5: Have you a next good time. day. See you.
3: Agents of Humanity is produced by Launchpad Five One Six Studios.
1: Executive produced by George Andriopoulos. Our theme song, "The Nevertheless," Sea Pursuit. It's by Bonnie Grace. Music and sound effects licensed through Epidemic Sound.
3: Agents of Humanity is hosted with Podbee.
0: This podcast is presented by the Nicholas Center, a human services agency that's revolutionizing the way autistic people learn, live, and work. Make sure
1: to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts while
3: you're at it. Follow the Nicholas Center at the Nicholas Center on Facebook at Nicholas Center on Instagram, and at Nicholas-Center on LinkedIn. Visit our website, tncnewyork.org, for more information, upcoming events, or to donate.
0: Please make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios.